Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Would you please welcome our guest moderator from Empire Magazine, Anna Smith. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Thank you for coming to talk about The Powder Room. We've got some great guests for you today. First of all, let's have a look at a trailer of the film. Sam! It's been forever. What have you been up to in Paris, then? I got engaged. <laughs> Massive. Yes, what I've just been doing. You left like four minutes ago. <laughs> Why did you tell me it was fancy dress? I said dress fancy. Oh! We are the -E -E What's wrong with Kate? She was fine. What are you doing? Nothing, just checking on my boobs. She is not fine. We like, we like, do what we like. Like, we like, we like, do what we like. Great stuff, and please welcome to the stage the director MJ Delaney and the stars Sheridan Smith and Jamie Winston. Welcome, ladies, come and have a seat. Hello, hello. Well, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Um, Hello. Recognising <laughs> some people there, I see. Yes, hello. Hello. <laughs> it's fam. Now, I've been lucky enough to see the film, and I'd like to congratulate you. It was a lot of fun. Oh. I was laughing throughout. Um, yeah, thank you. Was it a lot of fun to make? I'm guessing it was. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, it was basically like hanging out with all your good mates and going to work. It was, uh, it was quite wild, wasn't it, Sheridan? It was. You were our boss. We were we well behaved. Very well behaved. <laughs> lying. Would you like to elaborate on the wild thing at all, <laughs> Sheridan? Well, I mean, it's, first of all, it's written by a young female writer who's brilliant, and it was originally a play uh, that they've adapted into a film. We've got the most amazing, young, strong, amazing director that's going to go on to massive things um, in charge of us, and then all these other strong women in the cast. So it was just great. It was literally like going to work with a load of mates. Um, and we had a lot of banter on set and you kept us kind of under control, didn't you? But it's a, you know, it's was it difficult to keep them under control, MJ? Uh, <laughs> no, it was very yeah, girly, loving, sort of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was very girly. It was, really, it was lovely. It was really nice to have so many women together. Well, that's right. I mean, watching it as a film critic, it's fantastic to see a British film with an almost all-female cast, and that's such a rare thing to see. Is that something that appealed to you, Jamie, for instance, when you got the script? Um, definitely. Um, it's, it's kind of rare that you get a script that the characters just jump out at you, and I knew I wanted to play Chanel instantly. She was so much fun. She was so confident. Um, she's a really strong young girl, and she's very sexually charged, and I think it's very nice to see a woman who is confident and, and sexual in that same light without being mean or dark or portrayed badly. So I was, I was really happy to play Chanel and to work with these lot. They were amazing. And I've always wanted to work with Sheridan. So, yeah, it was, it was great. Me, yeah. Oh, so it's a little dream come true for you both. Yeah, yeah we kept seeing each other at Do's, didn't we? Going, I want to work oh, with you. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when this script came along, it was just perfect. So, yeah. And how about it. you, Sheridan, and your character? How did you relate to your character? Um, well, Sam kind of, uh, everything goes wrong for her. She's a, <laughs> a bit like me. Uh, a bit of a clot, so I hit my ankle the other week, fell over. 
You don't need to know that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, she's kind of at a, like a quarter-life crisis and stuck in a bit of a rut. And it's that thing with social media. It's very current, really, with all the pressures on girls, like about having to be, are you too thin, are you too fat? And it, she's kind of been going on Facebook, seeing all her old school friends doing really well, gone off to Paris and people getting married. So she just feels stuck in a rut. So on this night out, it all happens in the ladies' toilets. Um, but she meets these girls and she tells a few white lies... Uh, and it all kind of comes unstuck. Hilarity ensues. But there's a really lovely message as well, you know, at the heart of it, about being true to yourself and, and yeah. loving your friends. Oh, I think that's well put. There's actually a couple of scenes just slightly outside the toilets, and we're going to have a look at one now, which is where your character has a little chat in the smoking area. Okay, okay. so we'll cut to that. Okay. Love this scene. <laughs> Why are you having such a bad night? Oh, no, my night is awful. I mean, first of all, I'm out with workmates, which is never a good start. Plus, I'm in a nightclub, which I just hate. This place is such a dive. Oh, no, I hate all nightclubs, the whole dancing thing. <laughs> I can't dance. Right. <laughs> and if you stand still on the dance floor as a bloke, you just look like a sexual predator. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I can't drink. Well, I just never learned how to handle it, so <laughs> my all-round emasculation and awkwardness combined means that, nah, I'm not having a good night. <laughs> you look... Really familiar. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I'm being serious here. It's not me trying to chat you up. I mean, all the rest of us. Well, that was your chat up. <laughs> I'm giving you gold here. <laughs> was it familiar? Uh -huh. Not tonight. I mean, like another night. Boom. I, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> that cap on uh, Smith Street. You work there, right? I, I was just that I tried to have a conversation with you once, but you weren't having it. Sorry about that. I don't like that anymore. No? No, I'm, I'm going to have to get back inside. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep you from... You didn't. Oh, sorry. What a great scene. Aww. Congratulations. Aww. Fantastic performance there, Sheridan. Oh, thank yeah. you. It's really sad because they could be great together, but he says they're back working in the cafe and she's feeling all insecure and leaves. Yeah. Told a bunch of lies. Told a bunch <laughs> of lies by that point. He's about to become unstuck. Yeah, it's interesting. That, I mean, MJ, tell me a little bit about what attracted you to this. This is your first feature film, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it's very interesting layered characters. It's based on a stage play. Yeah. What attracted you to the play? Um, I never saw the play, but I, I read the Damien gave me the, the, the producer gave me the script to read. I just thought it was really funny. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny stuff in there, and I also thought it it's uh, it's very truthful and honest about um, female friendships and the way that girls are when they're unguarded, and also about how um, they behave with one another and how they're influenced by one another. And I think it was quite interesting in terms of what it says about. Um, being young today when you suddenly are looking at all these people who you otherwise would have totally lost touch with and never seen nor cared what they were doing and suddenly you're watching them online and imagining that they have these awesome lives that they're projecting that's making you feel shit about your life and it's sort of a whole new set of things to be vulnerable and insecure about and yeah I think that's very but the Facebook thing sort of comes up a bit doesn't it your character I love is taking pictures of herself but selfies isn't she constant selfies yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's, you know, it's a really nice way of showing that there's so many pressures that young girls and young young men go through to be 
beautiful and to be skinny and to be the, the you know the picture of perfection and you know actually it's all a facade and actually everybody has their flaws and everybody has insecurities and you know if like Sheridan said it's if you are true to yourself and you're true to your friends and you're going to be you know end up much better and better off and I think it's a really nice way of showing it in this film it's 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 really sweet and really special. Sisters before misters, yeah. <laughs> Sisters before misters. Very good. And, and talking to misters, what about the few men involved in the film? Were they in the least bit intimidated, perhaps? Yeah, they were the terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah. So what was their reaction? Um, well, they, I don't know, because we didn't even... They were already around for about <laughs> half an hour. Yeah, they weren't really, they weren't really around no, much. They actually, ran for the hills. It was quite amazing on set. And, you know, we'd walk on, and, and because we were in this kind of closed set the half the time in these toilets and you know it just became kind of secondhand nature it was our home and yeah. we, a lot of the a lot of the crew were men and we actually i don't know they were really respectful and i think you know half 50 percent terrified because we were all in such character and so strong at this point and yeah it was it was really nice it was it was it's a really everybody involved in this project wanted to be involved in it because the script was so lovely it was really funny and everybody involved was it was really into it just not for money or not for anything else. It was, it was great. It was a real camaraderie between everyone, wasn't there? Yeah. And what you see kind of on screen, what MJ created on set, yeah. was this group of friends that even when we caught, it was the still same banter. And it was a really special job, wasn't it? Yeah. We were lucky in the script as well, which we didn't realise what happened, but the way that it's structured is that everybody's sort of in a pair. So it was all these little sort of pairs of besties, like these two, and then Una and Kate and Ryan and Sarah and Alice and Zara and... Everyone was off on their little pair, which was quite nice because it means they'd sort of everyone would come to set in their little pairs, and then they go off and like <laughs> you just see them sort of giggling in a corner together, and then they come. So it was, it was, it kept the energy up because everyone had their little best mate to hang around with all the time. So that kind nice. of mirrored it then off off screen. There were you guys just hanging out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you get up to? Go on. Um, no, you know, obviously we'd have to have a lot of bonding sessions We're to get to method, know each other. You know. Very method. We had to know. go out and get hammered a few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a few lovely nights out actually where, um, yeah, we all got together and had a bit of a party, but it was so fun. I mean, once you actually watch this film and then you go out and you realise, you know, women when you go to the toilets and you realise women are so funny and we do the craziest stuff and men don't have a clue what goes on behind that door. They really don't. So this is going to open a lot of doors, a lot of eyes, lift the lids, excuse the pun, um, <laughs> on, on what actually goes on in toilets. I think they have this kind of fantasy kind of vision of what goes on in girls' toilets <laughs> and it's going to either be very ruined and, and softened by comedy because... Yeah, a lot of tears and a lot of crazy dramas go on and it's it's actually a real bonding place because, you know, you're all sharing it and all the boundaries are down and, you know, you're kind of, you're on show in the club or you're kind of, you know, fronting and then you go in the toilets and you need help, you need to sort yourself out, you need to do your makeup. And it's just, it's, there's just something really honest and true about this film and that's, that's why we loved it, really. Do you think men will be surprised when they see what girls actually get up shooting in the, in the Hell news? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> How would you describe it other than the tears and the tantrums and the, and the bonding? I think it's a, it's a testament to female friendship in a way, and I don't think that's done very often on screen. Yeah. It's sort of uh, Rachel, who wrote it, and I were always really keen that... Um, it remained that and there were sort of because like for example in that scene we just watched it's like oh there has to be a resolution that they have to get together and we was like no it's about these two getting together at the end and it's like and I think it's um, it's nice it's a celebration of like female friendship and how unique it is and what's special about that relationship 
Are there any films that you loved when you were younger about that kind of thing? You know, like Desperate Seeker Seasons or anything like that? You oh, know, the female beaches. friendship. Beaches. Beaches, oh, right. That was a great one. That always gets me, that one. Yeah, oh. female bonding. Oh. <laughs> Don't tear up. <laughs> and you guys, anything? Yeah. <laughs> beaches. Beaches. Beaches all round then. Okay, good. Right. We're going off to watch beaches later. Um, should we have another look at another a clip? Because we've got oh, Kate yes. Nash in the film as well, and she obviously yeah. plays your old friend. So let's have a look and see okay, what, what goes on with that. What have you been up to in Paris then? Um, just working mainly. It's something to do with fashion, is it? Yeah, uh, we ran an online fashion blog. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, God. That sounds great. Oh. And I got engaged. <laughs> oh my god, to Marcel? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. <laughs> the same designer that did mine. So creative, it's unique, it's like, it's like art. What do you think? You're engaged too? No, I'm married. Yeah, with a little girl, Kyla. She's three. She is so sweet. <laughs> you have a kid? Nope. <laughs> Left her in uh, Paris with her father, who's probably spoiling her rotten by now. He's amazing like that. <laughs> Just amazing. When is it you're getting married? In March. Wow, that's in a month. I know. We've just been rushing around like maniacs, really, trying to get it ready. <laughs> He's so obsessed with her. It's so cute. He's not obsessed with He me. is obsessed with you. Il est tout femme que moi. L'amoureux chéri. Oui, oui. <laughs> Very good. Well done again. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see what uh, what your character's up against then with those two. Yeah, bless her. She's trying to fit in, but not being very yeah. successful. <laughs> and that must be something which we'll really, we sort of touched on this, but we'll really strike a chord with a lot of young women. You know, they're trying to impress, and they're trying to live up to expectations which might be unrealistic or compare themselves to other people. I mean, how do you think films, MJ, can like, help with this kind of thing other than like, reflecting it on screen? Um, I think it's sort of, again, Rachel and I were really keen that it was very two-sided. So you've got Sam Sheridan's character on the one side feeling hugely intimidated by this seemingly perfect life. But then you've got Jess and Michelle on the other side who are projecting this perfect life, but it isn't actually what their life is at all. And you've kind of got both sides of the coin where you've got this kind of Instagram feed of sort of the perfect existence where everything is wonderful and she's got the perfect husband and the perfect child but it's actually not the case at all and then on the other end is someone looking at this thing and being like oh my life's not as good as that and it's sort of nobody's happy and it's kind yeah. of deep down actually yeah. it's all a lie sort of thing so it's yeah. sort of I think Rachel was quite clever because I think it is that challenge of this whole new aspect to our lives which is online and trying to make that filmic and I think she did a really good job of writing something which constantly references that and makes you think of that without ever actually seeing a computer screen, which is fairly dull. Yes, that's right. I mean, you don't actually get any direct visual references yeah, to there's social one, media. You see one Facebook profile on a phone, I think, at one point, and that's it. And that's yeah. about it, yeah. I mean, how about you guys? How are your lives affected by it? I mean, did you relate to this kind of idea that social media can sort of take things over? Yeah, I think it's hard not to be affected by Facebook and Instagram and everything else and Twitter because you know it's a part of our generation it's um, a part of our sort of uh, our network and yeah I mean it's you know I'd be lying to say oh my god that you don't check out Rihanna's ass and go oh my god how amazing is she and or how, how look at their lives and how amazing is that but you know you kind of also got to go this it's still not real there, there's always a filter <laughs> or there's something that's you know it's not necessarily the, the epitome of happiness and I think, you know, it's 
it's magazines and everything else that kind of builds up this kind of facade of beauty and actually, you know, it's without sounding too corny, it's within really and without, you know, I think people are a lot more happier when they're just out with their friends and socialising and actually being happy rather than sort of putting to the world of how happy we are. Look how happy we are. I think that just goes to show that you're wasting a lot of time on a computer yeah, that's showing true. people yeah. how happy you are, which yeah. is obviously rubbish. Would you agree, Sheridan, as you know, someone with, you know, obviously also Sorry. celebrity status? <laughs> I mean, people look to you are, you, are you sort of happy to say, do you know what, my life isn't 100% perfect, you know, to be honest? Oh my God, no, mine isn't at all. My, the Twitter family know that, they're all down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's the thing, it's, it's all relative to you. Everyone, all girls have got insecurities and fears, you know, and I look on Facebook and see all my mates in school have got kids and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You've brought kids into the world and I'm just pretending to be other people. It's weird. Um, <laughs> so, you know, everything's relative and you kind of look, but, you know, that's the thing. It's about what Jamie said. It's about being true to yourself and, um, and, and just loving yourself for what you've got and, and your friends and that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. And um, what were the challenges of bringing a stage play to the screen? Because obviously it's coming from quite a theatrical place. So how did you make it a bit more filmic? you feel MJ? Um, I think it was a, it was definitely a challenge because it's such a low budget film as well in that sort of your instinct in turning a play into a, into a film is to take something that's set in one location and set it across multiple locations yeah. and obviously if you go into the theatre and you sit down and the set is a toilet you're like okay I'm in the toilet for the next two and a half hours whereas in a film you're sitting there thinking like oh this toilet scene's lasting quite a long time <laughs> so it was we, we tried a lot within the production design just to kind of each of the cubicles to try and make it feel like a new space and we kind of had the sinks freestanding so you could get behind them and have different lighting there lots of little cubby holes and sort of spaces built in so characters could hide from one another within within the room and so you can play with the dynamics of the space and then we just with the set build tried to make it as flexible as possible so we could maximise the number of camera, camera angles you can have with what is essentially a four-walled box. So it's like the walls could come off, the cubicles come out, we had camera traps and the lights, the mirrors could spin and come off and everything. Yeah. And then it was... And then with the club trying to just have injections of energy when we got outside, I mean, I was always really keen... I sort of hate it in films and characters or TV when characters are like having a conversation on the dance floor because that just doesn't you can't have a conversation you can't on the hear dance each floor. other or fake yeah. dancing yeah <laughs> extra dancing in the background to the music yeah <laughs> so we um, so we'd filmed all we didn't shoot the sound we just had music blaring bands playing actual people getting pissed in there yeah and it so it really was, the extras yeah, were going for it well it was hot but we had some extras and then just punters we basically right. put on I wonder that get, yeah, yeah they were just getting drunk and, and MJ went to me at one point there's a bit where I had to be running through the crowd looking for someone and MJ just went just run I was like yeah but they're just normal people having a drink what if I push them she went just go run 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 and the camera was on me and I ran and I bashed into this woman she spilled a drink and she went oi I was like, I'm sorry I'm filming please don't punch me that nearly got in a lot of yeah. trouble that nearly we, but it made it really real you know and that's yeah. what you were just yeah, people out. pissing on the lighting gear yeah, I mean, <laughs> proper rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> bonkers. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you guys have a drink as well while you were filming? Or was it all street? No, we're very no, professional. We're professionals. <laughs> of course. Of course no. not. <laughs> MJ, did you? <laughs> You're the boss. You can do what you want. It was amazing, though. Some of the party scenes, um, you know, because we had a, the fake fake club, the band um, performing. Yeah, they yeah, they narrate it throughout. Um and, you know, because everybody was really into it. So we would be just, like, filming in this club. And, you know, they were real punters. And it just had a real great atmosphere. And it just... 
it totally it totally just fueled the the real vibe you of feel it. Yeah, it, yeah. it was amazing yeah. actually. Lots of atmosphere. Yeah. Well, listen, let's have some questions from you lot now, shall we? So, uh, has anyone got anything would like to ask anyone on stage? Question for MJ. Um, as it's your first feature, was it quite different to go from directing shorts to directing features or anything that you did differently or Yeah, it was it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um I had actually never made a short film. I did um I, and, um, the year before last, I um, did the coming up screen for Channel 4, which is like they pair young directors and young writers and you make a half hour um, like drama for Channel 4. Which at that, When I did that, it was 25 minutes long with the ad breaks. And previous to that, the longest thing I'd ever done was five minutes. And I was, because I mean, I came up doing like online virals, music videos, that kind of thing. And so I was like, God, how on earth am I going to make something this long? And then went straight from that to this to like a 90-minute film. So yeah, it was like, it was terrifying, but also and but it was also like really nice. It was like the longest job I've ever had. So you sort of like so focused on one thing. Like we were in the edit for three months, which is very short for a feature, but little did I know. But it was um, it was it was nice to kind of throw, immerse yourself so completely because you can tend to be sort of half in half out of one job and half in the next and not. So it was really nice to just get stuck into something for a really long period of time. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Great, thank you. Any other questions? Hi, ladies. Uh, I wish your film appeals to men as well. Uh, I would like to ask MJ, out of all the films that you have watched in the past and you liked, uh, which one would you redirect if you had the opportunity? Wh what film would I like to have directed? To redirect, out redirect. of all the films that ah. you have watched in the past. Bugsy Malone. Yay! It'd be so much fun, right? Oh, you should do it. Sounds great. <laughs> Am I too old to play Tallulah now? Yeah. I'm not good. <laughs> she would go great, Tallulah. <laughs> you have got to spawn, spawn an offspring and train it. <laughs> You're all Bugsy fans, I take it. In the yeah. garage. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting question. Sorry. Any others? I just uh, just asking a question about like because you're dealing with a smaller film and a smaller budget and if, uh, definitely for a first time director that's kind of the first step that you take right you get a smaller budget to work on a smaller film that kind of leads on. Now that you've actually had this experience of doing this first directing role, I mean, has that kind of just blown the doors off to what you want to do next? Have you already got things planned or projects that you want to do for the future? And are you also thinking of specific casts that you want to be in that? Um. Yeah, I've got. Uh, there's, it's, um, there's a number of projects that I'd like to make. I guess I think in terms of like the low budget thing, I think as as your budgets get bigger, the projects get more ambitious, hand in hand with that. So I think you've got to get to kind of stratospheric Hollywood levels before you're kind of like, well, what on earth should I spend all this money on? Um, so I think it, I think it's sort of realistic in that it's always probably it's always tight on a budget, but. Yeah, I definitely want to make more films and hopefully just keep doing what I'm doing. I like it a lot. Hiya. Um, a question for Sheridan. What would be your ideal night out? My ideal night out would be... Keep it clean. <laughs> you know me so well. Um, would be with getting... Well, we've got the premiere on Wednesday. Um, and we're getting, the, we're getting the band back together. <laughs> no, we're getting the, the, the whole um, cast and crew will be reuniting after a year apart. And that's going to be a, I think that's going to be a hell of a night out, don't you think? So I'm very much looking forward to that. But of course, a night out with all you guys as well would be. <laughs> you what? You're going? 
You're going to be there. See you at the premiere. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to next Wednesday. But any night out with the girls is a good night, isn't it? Sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, yes, question for Sheridan and Jamie. How much harder is it as actors when there's not chemistry? Clearly there's chemistry in this film, but uh, and what experience have you had where maybe it wasn't so easy? I mean, obviously, me and Sheridan worked together and we've been dying to work with each other. So it was very lucky that it came across that we had really good chemistry because we did and we were just, you know, it just worked. And, you know, MJ came back to us like, you two are like besties on screen and it was amazing. But, yeah, I mean, I've had some situations where it's been a bit tricky, like a bit cold. Who, yeah. Who, who? Tell us. No, <laughs> Go on, tell us. Well, I can't. <laughs> no, but, like, where, you know, you're kind of having to make it and it... You know, sometimes it's mad because you feel like you don't have the chemistry, but obviously that's your job as an actor to kind of, you know, put that across and to convince the audience, no matter what, that that's happening. Um, and actually, it doesn't portray on screen sometimes. Sometimes it's just flat and you need to do something about it, but that's your job as an actor to kind of liven it up or kind of get the spark back or do something that you can change that. But, um, yeah, it's weird. Sometimes you can think, oh, that was a bit flat, and then you watch it and it's just full of life, so... It's it's tricky, really. I haven't had the worst experience, though. I mean, I, I've heard horror stories where people are just awful to fellow yeah, actors. I've heard, I've heard ones yeah. where they stop kissing and they literally walk away. Yeah, they walk away. <laughs> to separate trailers. I mean, imagine that. That'd be awful. Or some even some even actors don't even stand there to deliver their lines. If the camera's not on them, they're, they're not even there. But that's outrageous, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's rude. That's for Jamie and Sheridan. Um, would you like to play the same roles on stage? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to. The musical version. <laughs> yeah, the musical. You've got to direct it, obviously. Yeah, no, that would be a great idea to bring it back as a play, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I never saw it as a play and I never read it as a play, so... I think it's changed a lot. You adapted it a lot for this film. changed a lot, yeah. yeah the, the, well, your character's not in it, so you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there goes that. <laughs> I think that would be amazing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, a chat number or something in the middle, just go across the street. We've got time for one more question. Does anyone like to ask the final question? Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, my question uh, is for all of you. Um, who would be... Um, what would be your uh, dream cast and crew to... Um, to have on a film like who would you want to work with that's in the industry at the moment these two <laughs> correct <laughs> that was easy <laughs> anyone else um, <laughs> no obviously these two I've wanted to work with Sharon for ages like I said MJ's a really amazing go I'm going to say it I'm going to do it she's an amazing young talented director which is very rare to kind of work with a really strong outgoing female director in the industry so I've pretty much done that, actually. I think we've just kind of done... The, I mean, obviously, there's greats, like... You know, I wouldn't mind to work with... I won't, I won't mind... Say, I wouldn't say no to Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Already Lina, Redmond. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, or Jamie Cook. What's that other one who's about to do Fifty Shades of Grey? Dornham, Dornham. <laughs> he's, he's marrying my friend. <laughs> this isn't the type of Q&A you wanted at all, is it? <laughs> a long list of guys. <laughs> no, but you, you know, like, you want to work with James and all that. Name <laughs> Judy. Yeah. Well, Judy. No, I mean, yeah, there's there's so many. I mean, I, it's endless, really. I mean, all the greats. Uh, Tilda Swinton would be someone I'd like to do a one-on-one scene with because she's pretty powerful. Dolly Parton, let's get her. Back oh, babe, Dolly. Dolly. Love a remake <laughs> Dolly. of Nine to Five. Let's do oh. it. 
do it. And MJ can direct it. Okay, lovely. I love we that look forward film. to that. Yeah, Fantastic. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on today. Best of luck thank with Power Room. Thank, 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 thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming, guys. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy the film.